Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, clean. Funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then blue bump and yeah. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, everyone. This is Mrs. Atom. And this is Bradford. Ugh, I always forget. I never know which one we're going to do. Real name, not real name, I don't know. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't um, it great? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so welcome back to another episode of By the By. We are not alone today. <laughs> it's, like, it's like we're on a ghost hunt. I know. We're not a. Ooh, we hear them laughing. <laughs> if you're there, spirits, can you hear us? Knock me. Sorry, I've been watching too many ghost hunter videos on YouTube. Yeah, we've been watching a lot of ghost hunter videos on YouTube this weekend. Um, so we are joined today with the lovely Brie and, and the dashing Diego. Ooh, I made an alliteration. Wow, that was good. The beautiful Brie yeah. and dashing Diego. There you go. There we go. Yeah. Uh, these are the, may I call you masterminds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do yeah, that. Sure. Uh, behind the, uh, the, the hashtag be seen, the biconic parties, and the buy plus visibility. Right? Did I get them all right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Three Perfect. things that... Uh, well done. I'm impressed. I am impressed with me as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I do nothing but impress myself. <laughs> uh, but... but uh, this is something we're really, really excited about. Uh, you, we've been talking about it a lot here, and yet to to kind of push it out uh, into the into the wild. Um, and you can hear the wind kind of blowing out there, so it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but we now have—I say we—I'm going to say the royal we. You guys, it's your all's <laughs> effort. Uh, are going to have a float in the next Mardi Gras parade that's dedicated to buy visibility, which is fucking amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we yeah, are extremely, a... extremely excited, um, and it has taken a little while for us to get here. Um, a lot of steps to get to this process, but yeah. But also I think at the same time, it's been overwhelming how easy it's also been in a way. That's not, true. Not, yeah. that, not that we haven't put an effort or anything like that. Um, Brie has done a lot of work, and other, but... It's more to do, the, the response from the community has been what's, what's really allowed us to get where we are. Um, I think it was a moment where all the pieces of the puzzle sort of landed in the right place. So when we just ended up applying, it was quite easy because everybody was ready to jump on board. Mm. And like, we actually need this to happen and it's something that should have happened a while ago. And I think in terms of looking at all the steps to get here, there were quite a few, but they happened one after the other after the other. I'd open my email that morning and I'd have so many more people messaging wanting to get involved and then two days later I'd be calling Diego and saying oh my god guess what just happened and, <laughs> you know once we kind of put it out there that this is something we were interested in getting going the response has just been incredible yeah. and has ended up being much larger than what we, we expected to start. what we started out to do yeah, that's, that's awesome. fantastic yeah. I think it is one of those things that a lot of people in the community 
have wanted something to happen. And then I know that we've said it before. Every Mardi Gras, like, there's not enough by visibility. You know, it's you don't see the the by community included much in Mardi Gras, and so it was one of those things that as soon as we saw that and and we saw the hashtag Be Seen campaign, it was like we want to be a part of this because we need more of this and I think that that's kind of the feeling in the larger community is that people want to be involved they just don't know how and yeah. so now this is giving them an avenue to funnel their energies and funnel their resources to, to make that happen yeah that's yeah. very much been the response you know it started off just with me getting really frustrated on <laughs> by visibility day and yeah. um, Poor Diego having to listen to that of just me saying, I haven't found one event in Sydney. Um, I've since heard that there were some, but the communities are small and it's hard to find them when you're not already in that solid base of community. And so coming in from an outsider, I just couldn't find anything to go to. And I was saying on this day that's meant to be about being visible, I feel completely invisible. And um, so I know we joked that day about, you know, next year on Bio Visibility Day, we're going to have an event and it's going to be great and we'll have a picnic. (laughs) And that's sort of, I think that's what was more shocking or, or, yeah, I guess brought us back to reality was that moment where, like, we were joking around about the fact that we wanted to have maybe just a picnic next year just to bring some people together and make sure that they felt like they were being seen because that's, at the end of the day, what this whole campaign was about, just making sure people felt visible again or for the first time for many Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Um, And part of that, we... um, So the next step from that was I went, well, if there's nothing for Bi Visibility Day, then I'll try and get on a Bi Float for Mardi Gras. Mm -hmm. Um, Last year I'd been in the Lesbian Marching Girls, and that was amazing, and I loved all the women, and it was a great experience, but that wasn't an accurate representation of who I am and why I want to be in Mardi Gras. So I posted on a few of the local community groups in Sydney saying, is anyone aware of a float? And if not, would anyone want to be a part of one? And that's when the comments started coming in, Mm -hmm. saying "There there hasn't been one for a number of years. I don't know when the last one was... I want to be a part of this. Someone do this. Yeah. Can you do this? And mm-hmm. that's when I kind of went, well, someone has to. And so we'll, you know, we'll do it. <laughs> keep putting the feelers out. And yeah, yeah eventually yeah. with, you know, the community getting so behind it and offering their support. Um, yeah, we've managed yeah. to get in. That's, that's awesome. It's really it's exciting. It's really funny because you, you saying that reminds me of, I think it's the Simpsons quote where like, can't someone help? And Homer going, hey. I'm someone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm yeah. anyone. Like, and, and you realize that we, we actually still, to this day, can't, I think it was the when we threw Biconic. So Biconic kind of organically happened because we realized, we, you know, floats cost money. Mm-hmm. And so we had to go ahead and actually make sure we could get that money. So we decided to launch Biconic, which was going to be, it's another thing that we sort of realized. There's no buy plus focused events or, yeah. you know, clubs or like, anything like that that allows people to just go in and feel like they're, amongst their tribe in a way mm-hmm. um and all these great folks are all just kind of feeling mm-hmm. left out in a way and and then they can go to you know the oxford street here in, in sydney or they can go to their you know events and stuff but it's nothing that connects directly with them and so um i think it was until we were at biconic and we kind of were sitting there and we're like we started this from a phone like mm-hmm. from a single phone sitting at you know we had a beer and we discussed how we could do this and strategies around it and all this and it kind of just we're like how did it all end up it, this huge thing yeah. where 200 people showed up or 250 people showed up and and when you look at it, it honestly is it is a lot of the volunteers and the help we've had so is just much so and I mean the reason that that party happened when it did was um, part of our BC campaign which we can talk a little bit more about later um, 
we there's a regular queer party on in this space that we eventually did Biconic at and I went and just created a little BC in corner because I wanted to encourage people there to be taking BC in selfies um, and so like a lot of our networking has been it's been me drunk at a pub lecturing people why they should take a BC in selfie and <laughs> I love why it. it's the greatest <laughs> campaign ever um, and then from that that particular establishment got such a good response from the crowd that they went hang in a second the people want this we should get behind this and yep. then we got the message saying do you want to do a party it's going to be in two weeks that's amazing can you pull it together yeah. and of course we went um i guess we can <laughs> it, ha- it honestly has been that you know you, you, the opportunities present themselves and you have to kind of run with them mm-hmm. um and it, i mean it's been a fantastic experience i think it's mm-hmm. been a lot of fun it's a little bit stressful sometimes you're like how do we do this but at the end of the day it's yeah it's, it's come out well so now it's the bigger steps which is you know already going to 2019 and yeah. See where we go from there. And so just to clarify for, for listeners who aren't in the area and may not know, Biconic was a, a party. It was just a, a party and event at one of the local pubs uh, in one of their spaces. It's, I guess it becomes more nightclub-y and well, whatnot later at it's night. It's also an iconic club. Isn't this it is. the place where yeah. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, starts? Mm-hmm. It was at, at the Imperial yeah. in Erskineville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, and so, but it was, uh, Biconic was a, it was the party that was meant to bring people from the bi community and, and bi supporters just to kind of bring everybody together, give them a chance to meet each other and enjoy themselves and just have a good time, have some drinks, dance a little bit. And, um, and yeah, it was a great fundraiser for, yeah. for the float for Mardi Gras. Yeah. yeah we got, um, I think, in my mind, I wanted to make $300 because that was the amount that we needed to pay for our <laughs> To pay the entry fee. Yeah, that was our biggest worry. Fee. Can we cover the entry yeah. fee? We got yeah. um, $1,491. Yep. Which is fantastic. Um, yeah, amazing. Almost 1500 yep. Purely off donations. So purely no ticket sales. Just at the entry. Yeah. Raffle and entry fee. Um, and I don't think I've told you guys this, but we um, messaged the second prize winner earlier this week. Yes. And mm. I said, you know, we can mail you your prize or I can meet up in person if you're a local. She said... I actually traveled all the way from Yas to come here, which is three hours away. Wow. Holy jeez. Yeah. That's and amazing. And that's when we went, yeah. okay, this means something yeah. to yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, wow. was one of those moments where I just sit back and go, okay, wow, this is yeah. cool. Yeah. I, and I think <clears throat> it is difficult to have that, um, so you're, you're caught between two worlds sometimes, right? Because you're, you're doing bi plus visibility some days and it's like really heavy conversations about how like we need to bring up like national agendas about mental health and how to make it more inclusive and all this. And then you're also throwing these events which are celebrating, you know, the bi plus community in such a great way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes you get these messages and it kind of brings you back. And yeah. it's always been about uh, making sure that people can be seen. But sometimes I think when you get a message like that, where you're like, you know, even if it's that one person you've managed to help and make feel like they're more accepted, they're more seen, they're more like the society accepts them in any way. That's it. That's we're happy with that. That's what it's all about, really. We understand completely. That's what we've always said: is that you know, if you can help one person, it ends up being a ripple effect. And to quote Spider Man, Aunt May, <laughs> if you can help one person, you help every person. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I think that's something that is a, a great attitude to have because yeah. I think. I know for me, and I think Angela sometimes as well, we have that misconception that we have to make broad strokes. You have mm-hmm. to do these big mm-hmm. things to, ch- to help change the world. Yeah. And in fact, you know, as long as you change one person's world, you're changing the world. It's yeah. just the yeah. world through their eyes. And I think yeah. that's what's so important. Uh, and it's, it's such an exciting yeah. thing to be part of. I yeah. think um, the way that rings truest for me is actually at the very start of our BCN campaign. So for anyone who hasn't followed that, it's 
pretty much um, a media campaign to get people to, to post a picture of them saying, I'm ready to be seen or I want to be seen or I see you. So it's about showing your support or acceptance or pride for bisexual people, bisexual plus people. Um, the first day that we started this, we managed to get a lot of photos up and we started to get a really good response. And I actually um, received a message in our inbox from somebody who said, had I not have seen this, I would have ended my life. And we mm. caught them in the crux of that moment where they had just come out and they were having a really horrible time with that. And this person, after saying that, I have seen commenting on mm -hmm. so many of the pictures and saying, you know, I'm so proud of you and all of these sorts of things. And it just, that was my moment where I would, I think I said to Diego, we, we could stop now and I be would happy. be happy mm -hmm. yeah. like that. And that was the first day it started. And, and since then, you know, there's been so many more stories like that coming through and even more wider conversations of, you know, my mother's a religious person and she was like, yeah, um, people were asking about you at her church. And then she ended up having this whole conversation with them about bisexuality and explaining it. And they were all kind of having this conversation that was actually quite accepting and, and positive. And I kind of stepped back and went, oh, wow, that's like such an interesting thing to have come out of this. Yeah. And I yeah. think the spin-off of this sort of stuff, you know, my Oz tag team, the captain said, oh, Brie, we should put BC armbands on our arms. That would be a really cool way to include this. And it's like the people in my wider network yeah. that aren't the ones in my queer bubble that I love to spend my time in, they're the ones that are also starting to pay attention, which um, has been something kind of unexpected for me, but, yeah. but really awesome, yeah. And I think that's important to, to note as well, is that this isn't just... It is about getting the bisexual community together and and rallying, but at the same time, it's also getting the larger community behind them and showing their support and showing the acceptance. Yeah. In that you don't have to be bisexual to be part of the campaign and part of all of this. Is it's just showing that support for a particular group and that you know you're valid and you're accepted and it's okay. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's um and in a very different way to breathe for me. So I played for the Sydney Convicts, and the Sydney Convicts are um, a Sydney's gay and inclusive rugby team. Um, so I've always been very involved with, with the community in, in my way, but I think it's until I started to realize, when I started getting more and more involved with this and then started this whole thing with Bree, that, that there's so many more levels to, you know, to people and how they feel and, and how they identify with with. with their own sexual orientation and even the, the like I said like the tribe they've selected and mm -hmm. even now within the comics we said before there's guys that come forward like look I've always I'm, I'm gay I identify as somebody that's gay but at the same time I've never felt 100% comfortable in that space this is more where I want to be and it's, and it's I think it's shown me also a lot it's taught me a lot about um, not just my friends but also I guess my own perceptions of, of, of you know inclusivity within the community and how much lack there can be of, of sort of like I guess inclusive between people um, within the community which is I've, I've never really sort of reflected on that until I started mm. seeing it you know firsthand. and mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't realize that they're that they're wanting that either so I think another example um, speaking about mom again she has two close friends that recently got married two women and they were talking about going in Mardi Gras together and one of them was kind of a little bit hesitant because she had been married to a male before and kind of didn't know that she would feel comfortable within a lesbian identifying float and then mum just happened to tell her about what we were doing and she just went oh my god that's what I am <laughs> I think I'm bisexual <laughs> and it just it wasn't you know moment, yeah. it wasn't something that she'd openly said or you know she was just living her life and her own experience and 
um, yeah, now, you know, she's going to be marching with my mom in our float. And that's, that's fantastic. Really lovely. And that I is think, awesome. I think there's quite a lot of people that, you know, haven't necessarily um, wanted to put a label on themselves. But when they've kind of heard that community's there, they've gone, oh, actually, I, I think that might be my people. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. you don't even know that's an option either. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, because I know for us growing up, it was always it was always there are two options: you're either straight or you're gay, and yeah. that's it. And and I didn't know that there was any other option; that there was something in the middle, until I was in my twenties. I mean, it yeah. was it was a long time, it, you know, before I ever knew that that there could be something else. And yeah. so I think for a lot of people. It, it may be, you know, maybe you don't want to label yourself, maybe you don't know how to label yourself, but you also, it's hard to do so if you don't know what the options are as well. Absolutely. And I think also when that label itself can face a bit of discrimination yep. or stigma, you know, I've experienced that myself with women kind of saying, oh, you're bisexual, I, want, I don't want to date you, you're just going to go back to a man. Or, you know, I think for a lot of men who are in that process of coming out, it will be, um, oh, you're just gay, you're just in that process now. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of that coming from within the community may make you veer away from those labels as well. And until you kind of know that there is an accepting community waiting for you and we- willing to op- you know, welcome you with opening arms, then you may be less likely to want to identify in that way. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, 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 it's funny because, you know, we, always, we all go through life thinking that our, our story, we're our own heroes and our own stories. And so, you know, you think that you're the only one that's hearing and experiencing that. But I think in the past few months, three or four months specifically, we've heard other women say exactly the same thing. You know, they're, they're bisexual women. They, uh, lesbian women wouldn't date them because, and I quote, you're just going to go back to a man. And it's so interesting because for me, that had never even kind of popped into my mind. Mm-hmm. Never. And I know Angela had experienced it, and I thought, well, that's weird. That's a one-off. And then now I think you're the third or fourth lady yeah. that we've heard in the past three months that has said almost that exact same phrase or the mm-hmm. same story yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of like, it is, it's wow, it's shocking, and it's mm-hmm. depressing and upsetting, and yeah. Yeah, but I think in the same token, you know, I've been out in bars and, you know, been dancing with women, and then we've ended up making out, and they've looked at me and gone, oh, my God, I'm straight, and totally freaked out. And there is that level of, like... Um, their discomfort with what has happened mm-hmm. makes you feel not nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, And so I think, um, you know, as someone who may identify as lesbian, who associates maybe those situations with bisexuality, and it's not, and haven't met people who are, are proud of their bisexuality and, and ready to accept that, or ready to engage in that conversation, it could almost be a bit of that kind of protecting yourself, because I know it doesn't feel nice when you're, <laughs> In that situation, so by no means defending people that, you know, are are particularly biphobic, but I think um, sexuality just involves so many conversations that not everyone's comfortable having. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a great point because, you know, you talked about what you've described is somebody's own maybe self biphobia and then it sort of rubs off on you because you're in that area or you might have had something happen with them. And I know I've experienced that same Mm -hmm. thing. Where you know somebody's their their own sort sort of internalized biphobia, yeah. And you're right; it feels like shit when they say, well, "I didn't want to play with you." Oh, we've got the wind is now knocking our stuff over. <laughs> I'll go fix that. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Crazy. Okay, where was I? Where somebody's you know own internalized biphobia rubs off on you, and it makes you feel like shit. And it's just like, wow, okay. And it's amazing how 
how that can happen. Yeah. How someone else's, the way they're internalizing it can sort of spread over into you. Yeah, and, I mean, and I think we've had this conversation a few times where, to me, it's, it's always been about education. It's what I always yeah. have, right? Like, I think, I mean, you just said it, you didn't know that it was an option until in your 20s. And it's, it's really when you have those conversations and you actually engage with people, like, hey, this is, this is actually something. And mm. it's fine. And like you said, so many conversations are related to and can be influenced by your own perception, view, or, I guess, paradigms of what or sexual orientation is and mm-hmm. it's so tightly tied with other things that it, it can be quite daunting to people to sort of have to experience these things and not be educated in them because all of a sudden you get all these flood of emotions and you're not sure how you feel and you're in a situation and like you said yeah the, bi- the biophobia can come because you're just mm-hmm. so scared of, of challenging these paradigms because you've been taught for so long either that it's wrong or you don't even know it's a thing yeah mm-hmm. and I think you know a good example of those women that suddenly look at you and go oh I'm straight and you think oh are you though? <laughs> and maybe they're straight because they don't know there's other options. And yeah. that's where this whole bi-visibility thing comes in. You know, if that person, um, they may be going, you know, there's two options, like you said, that we both at some point thought and didn't realize that there was some level in between and may have been really confronted because they think, okay, maybe that means that I'm this other option. But really there's, you know, a variety of in-between. And I think through doing this visibility and even having parties like Biconic where people like that can go to and go, ah, like majority of people in this room are bisexual must be a legit thing. (laughs) You know, it's funny too. I think they also go in and go, whoa, these people look like every other people. These people look like my people. I might be these people. (laughs) My favorite thing that um, a conversation that Diego and I had after Biconic was um, that the bisexual crowd can bring everyone in because the bisexual men can bring in um, the gay men and women and then the bisexual women can bring in lesbians and then also straight men and then so we've kind of got this crossover where we were kind of like hang on all of the sexualities can come and hook up here and meet someone and what did I think Diego called them the mediators of the sexual orientation (laughs) we were the peace keepers I was saying I was Switzerland but it is you know we were walking around this party and it was first of all we had obviously as you know, I think at least I'm a bit of a pessimist when it comes to organizing stuff just to make sure I don't set up my expectations too high. You know, me and Brie had had chat before by Conic. I think you were in a rush and, we're, and then we're sitting down and we're like, all right, look, we probably expect 100 people to show up max. And that's because we're at an iconic venue, mm-hmm. all this and all this. Um, even uh, one of the people that, was, that helped us out was like, look, guys, don't be freaked out if nobody's here before 11. Yeah, like, yeah, he was really perfect. like, if it's if there's no one here before 11, I don't want He's you like, worried. it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's an experience <laughs> event plan. I was like, you know what? He's right. Fine. And I think it was, I mean, you guys were there. I think it was about, if we got 9.45, 15 minutes into the park, we had a queue coming down these stairs. I mean, yeah. It was almost a <laughs> joyous point. panic that we had because I was running around. I remember Bree stopped and went, stop running around. You're not doing anything. And I was like, I don't know where to be to help this many people come in that quick. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to... But it was great. It was such a fantastic experience yeah. in such a positive way. That was incredible. And it was a great challenge to have to have all those people trying to come in at one time. And and we were trying to get people through the door and figure out how we were doing this exactly because <laughs> it was the first time that, that you know We'd you had put this together it, and done yeah. any, any of it. And But I will say that people were overall incredibly patient. And as we were trying to figure out and, and, and you know, 
the whole donation thing and how we were going to work that and and people were great and it was we got everybody in and and i think it worked out really well but it was so funny to see that big queue going up yeah. the stairs yeah. it was like oh I my god people want to come. it that. was overwhelming and yeah. i will say I, you may not believe this. We, we didn't see Diego that much because you were like, sort of like, you would be there and then smoke bomb. It's like a roadrunner. There was just a cloud version of you. Um, but Bree, you, you kept this calm, commanding, but in a positive way. Yeah. And it's like, you were like, this is cool. This is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. This is, it's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. And, you know, that was kind of comforting because I was like, all right, cool. She's done this before. And then at the end, you were like, I've never done never this done before. But see, like, what you didn't realize is the conversations um, within that smoke bomb of Brie, of Diego going, Brie, now you need to become if we want everyone else to become. <laughs> so you've got to tell them it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of look, honestly. Yeah. So that's kinda, why you disappeared. You're kind of catching yourself, though, because the whole time, like, yeah, you know how things are, and you've helped at, in events before, you've mm-hmm. volunteered yourself mm-hmm. before, but until you feel that burden of like, mm-hmm. if this doesn't work out, yeah. I kind of feel like it's my fault, and yeah. same, I, I know I, that she yeah. was going through it too. I think... You get this sort of like, okay guys, we need, and then, but it's helpful when you have somebody there with you, because I think there was times where I would be almost, yeah, like... I'd be like, we need to do this. And she's like, that's tomorrow. What are you stressing about this now? Like, I don't know. It's in the back of my mind, though. Um, but same with me. So yeah. I'd be like, it's okay. We can do this now. It's like, okay, well. we'll I just- think my favorite chaos moment was at this one point just before the performance started. The performance had started and they said, okay, one drag queen has just thrown up and she needs to go on straight away because she's sick and we can't find the other one. She's disappeared. Oh, Lord. And you need yeah. to make a decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my brain's just gone. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But then after yeah. that, you know, after all this this chaos of trying to throw a event in two weeks and having never done anything like that before, my favorite thing that I heard was from the entertainment manager at the Imperial where he said he was standing back and just watching and he said, you know, I saw this straight couple just making out disgustingly at the bar and then behind them I saw this gay couple and they were making out too and behind them there was a lesbian couple and they were making out and I just went this is so great and I looked at him and said you know none of those people could have been gay straight or lesbian they could have all been bi and he kind of looked at me and went Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, uh, yeah. yeah. To him, it was just this amazingly inclusive moment. But mm-hmm. to me, it was that step for further. Of yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. the unseen inclusivity. Yeah, like exactly bisexuality, yeah. you can't yeah. see it's, exactly, and that's something you we've know, said unless, so many times. Yeah. yeah. If we have, we all have that bad habit of judging a book by its cover. Absolutely. If you see um, a, a, a heterosexual couple on the street, you immediately think they're a heterosexual couple. Yep. Um, and God, you, yeah. nobody knows. I mean, the, the it ultimately it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. It, and I think it's um. Talking to my so a couple of my friends came down and mm-hmm. talked to them afterwards. I think one of one of the guys talks to me. He's like, you know what? I felt like the party was just. I say it to Brie all the time. It was kind of ubiquitous joy. Like everybody was just happy, comfortable. Cat, like Stephen said, though he's um one of the people that helped us. He, it was incredible. He, I, you can't measure how much fun people were having and, and, and mm-hmm. I wish we could but it was incredible to just see this inclusivity just that mm-hmm. just kind of like people just meandered between conversations mm-hmm. and they were just so happy and you know celebrating the fact that we were actually throwing something that was focused on this community and for that, the first time in a that was time. the comments that kept coming through of like I've never you know met other bi people mm-hmm. or to have a party specifically for this community like it's something that I just I wish we get 
I hope that we one day get to the point where this is just a regular thing in all of the cities and you know we don't need to be having these conversations but in the meantime I think it's been really exciting to get to be a part of that um, and meet so many awesome people that have helped along the way like you guys yeah. that stood it's... at that door for five hours and demanded <laughs> donations and... I will say that pushed me so far out of my comfort zone I do not like asking for money uh, and it's just like I always feel guilty asking people for money yep but when I'm asking for somebody else, oh. you know, like if I'm asking for you, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, we need money. <laughs> it was you know amazing. What? People yeah. trying to push past you and saying, well, I don't have money. And you just look at them and go, ATM upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I, but that's after I came up and said, do not let any yeah. <laughs> entry by donation. <laughs> but it was interesting because most people want to help. Yeah. And it's just, you know, they may not have known how before or where, but most people do want to help. And... And it was amazing, the donations that were given, because it was entry by donation, and there was no set amount that yeah. was yep. dictated. And so some people, it might be a gold coin. Some people, it was $20. It was just anything and everything. And, and I think that was what was just amazing, was it was just whatever <laughs> there, they had. There was one lady, and I don't know who you are out there, uh, nice young lady, but uh, <laughs> she was by herself, and she comes up, and I said, oh, it's entry by donation. She goes, I know. And she pulled out a $50 bill and dropped yeah. it in there, and I went, I it was probably one of those like double takes at the jar and I looked at her and my eyes were gigantic and I was like thank you <laughs> she just kind of laughed and shook her head and walked past me I, I think we also we the next day so for those who have never thrown an event I had never done this uh, you have to go clean up the mm-hmm. next day I had no idea at the night you guys like, so when are you guys coming back to clean up I was like uh huh. What? <laughs> are like, there people yeah, that do like, that? yeah, yeah those no, people are you buddy. yeah it's like alright sweet so we go in and start cleaning up and um we're all sitting there, and they bring down the money jar because we left it there, you know, for safety. And um, I start counting, and at first I was sort of like not really paying attention to counting because I was talking to Bree. Um, we're counting money, counting money, and then all of a sudden we had all the money counted, and I tell Bree like we've we've actually raised like almost one and a half thousand dollars, and I think Bree was like, oh, and she just stopped, like dropped what she was in. She's like, wait, how much? I was like, no, sir, I don't know if I miscounted, but I am ninety nine percent certain that we. Yeah, it came out to, yeah, 1491. And it was incredible. Like, such a weird, mm. amazing just moment where we're like, this is by donation, too. Like, these are people yeah. that mm. were willing to give their money for a cause that we thought was going to raise less than $300 than we were worried <laughs> yeah. about first. And that's a community that cares and yeah. wants to see yeah. Yeah. more stuff yeah. happening. Yeah. And he's so excited about a Monograph float that yeah. year when we set it on stage. Uh, it was amazing. It was, it was yeah. yeah, you were talking about a minute ago measuring fun yeah. and I'm pretty sure there was enough fun in that room yeah. that like if you if you had to breathe something that was not fun you'd have been suffocating yeah, yeah. Uh, the energy level the, was amazing it was yeah it was we were so worried because we had just come back from Melbourne after doing going down over there to, to meet with a, with a senator about bi plus visibility and then and we were kind of worried we're tired we've been sort of back to back for a while but honestly, the energy in that room mm-hmm. carried us so easily. Like by the time yeah. that I realized it was two thirty, and I was like just talking to people, and it was like, yeah, I think we're gonna go now. Like the party's sort of doing its own thing, and you're like, perfect. I was, I wasn't even tired. I got home, and we were still messaging at like four in the morning. <laughs> like, what, what are you gonna do tomorrow? And I was like, wait, we're supposed to be exhausted. But it was, yeah, like you yeah. said, it was just if you couldn't breathe anything but fun, you would have suffocated because everybody was just genuinely happy, supportive, joyous, mm-hmm. and I mean. 
probably a little bit tipsy. <laughs> 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 Which was also a rare thing because it was, I think I had two drinks that whole night mm-hmm. and over over a whole night at a, at a club like that, for me to only have two drinks mm-hmm. was... I definitely had more than two. <laughs> you definitely appeared to me a lot of times with we, more gin. It's helping. <laughs> it's calming my nerves for some reason. Yeah, we had to get on stage in front of the yep. 250 yeah, yeah. people. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. It's, yeah, incredible. That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break here. Okay, sure. And then we'll come back mm-hmm. and uh, we'll talk some more. All right. Yeah. Join us on The Wet Coast, a podcast about sexuality and ethical non-monogamy of every variety. We talk polyamory and swinging, monogamous and open relationships, from dirty, dirty sex to heartbreak and everything in between. We share our personal experiences and philosophy, observations and theories, what works for us and where we fucked it right up. This isn't your average couple's explanabrag podcast, but we definitely do a little of that. We share our adventures in open with a unique, funny, feminist, and Canadian approach. Come get wet with us on the wet coast. So we're back. You know, surprise, surprise. In, in case anybody didn't realize that. Um, <laughs> no longer a commercial. I know. Um, so where do you see all of this going in the future? Do you see more Biconics to help raise more money? Where, where do you see Biplus vis- visibility? Hashtag be seen, all yeah. of it. And we can take it all in pieces or however you want to We also it, want the, you know, because we're looking at a business plan here. So we're also <laughs> wanting the, the one year, the five years, <laughs> the yeah, ten yeah. year future. Of course, of well, course. we had a great meeting yep. before we Luckily, came we here, did sit down and have where this Where we went, before. oh my God, we've done a lot in two months. <laughs> and we need to start figuring out exactly what we're doing with that. Yeah. Um, so I think one of the things I've really noticed within the space that we've found ourselves in is, you know, we've, we have been doing a lot of political stuff on the side in terms of the visibility and the BCN campaign. Um, obviously brought a lot of attention to... One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So how severe the mental health crisis mm-hmm. is for bisexual plus individuals in Australia. I've managed to connect with absolutely amazing people around Australia within that space. Biconic was kind of a spin-off of that, um, which is obviously like this event space that we didn't expect to end up in. Um, but it went so well that we kind of feel like we owe it to the community to keep this going and we want to keep that going. But what we want to do is really separate the two because Biovisibility has this really clear goal of you know raising awareness within the community and speaking out and being a bit of an advocate um, for the people. And we're seeing Biconic as you know an ongoing party where people can meet and... Um, you know, from our conversations with the Imperial, they've already offered us another date to come back. After that, it sounds like we may get some regular events, fingers crossed. Um, so kind of looking at, yeah, kind of having Biconic as this separate, fun, 
entity that you know can take its own course and then um by visibility you know it started off as this partnership with organizations around australia um we're connected with some amazing people we have julia taylor um from bypass australia if you don't know about bypass australia and you are a bisexual australian jump online and please look at this it's a counseling service specifically for bypass individuals there's education there's e-modules for employers about bisexual awareness you know there's so much within that and that partnership is incredible we've got um, melbourne bypass network sydney bypass network there's a bi community in perth there's one popping up in queensland um so i really see you know unifying those people and having this voice for bisexual plus individuals within australia is what um by visibility we'll be focusing on doing and then biconic will just keep being the fun mm-hmm. entity that it is and i think post mardi gras we'll get to really sit down and and go Cash okay what's our <laughs> yeah i think ongoing plan but yeah yeah i think for us it was hard at first wrapping our head about the fact that we could have two different things that were going on because we organized all this support and everything and i think that's why we wanted by plus visibility to always keep on going that was never mm-hmm. um kind of stop I guess mm-hmm. um, but Biconic is, is also like a celebration because it's also you, this community doesn't have that you know you have, every other community seems to have their own little parties and focal ways to celebrate and connect and, and just be um, so I think we kind of came to the point where we said yeah like it's actually important to keep this one going um, as the for the hashtag be seen campaign mm-hmm. um, that, that really is what has led to all of this I mean that's mm-hmm. what kind of started driving this so we want to keep it going. We want to use it more and, and make sure that we can continue, you know, raising like raising the awareness of this community because mm. we've had this much effect in just you know the past three months. So or less than that. So the, the amount yeah. the amount the amount more that I can see coming from it, and we really drive it and, and do it well. Now that we have a bit more time and can actually plan things ahead, and we also have access to volunteers and and, <laughs> and, and people who genuinely support you and and see where you're going. I think. Like we said before, you almost feel a burden of, of, of responsibility, but also not in a bad way. Like yeah, I want to the be word. there. It's not a yeah. burden. It's, not, it's yeah. It's you want that responsibility because opportunity of exactly, responsibility. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's and one of those things where I mean, my jokes that I was saying to Diego many times at the start was, I just wanted to dance on a float. What have I done? <laughs> this has become much, much larger than I anticipated. <laughs> you know, I say that with, I love it, and I'm, I'm really happy with what's going on, but it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think um, in terms of the Be Seen campaign, unfortunately we've been a little bit quiet because we've obviously been focusing on all this other really time-dependent stuff, like when someone says you have two weeks to throw a party. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But in the background, yeah, no, no pressure, no, no pressure. pressure. Yeah. Um, but in the background, you know, we actually have had stuff going with BC, and one of the most recent ones is, um, you know, Diego mentioned in reference before that we got invited down to Melbourne to meet with Senator Janet Rice, who is a Green senator who holds the LGBT portfolio, proud by identifying woman herself. She's done this amazing um, speech in Parliament on Bi Visibility Day. If you haven't looked at it, check it out. Um, she invited us along to kind of talk about how they can be more inclusive of bi-plus individuals within their policies. And we had this really great conversation about that. And, you know, we're having conversations of going, you know what, we have this platform and we really need to, as a community, start um, using that to speak out and say, you know, this is what we want in terms of, yes, we want to be visible, but what more do we want from that? Well, one, we know that our mental health is horrible and we Mm -hmm. need to do something about that. And how can we make politicians pay attention to that um in talking with julia taylor who did obviously from bypass australia who did 
one of the biggest research studies around the world. Um, she told me this statistic in preparation for going into this meeting that completely floored me, and I still haven't quite comprehended that, but of the between 2,000 and 2,500 people that she surveyed, one in three had attempted suicide. One in three yep. bisexual individuals. And to me, that was just like that number of people. And then looking at it being the second largest sexuality in the country, when we look at the number of people that that is, you know, politicians should be paying attention. This is a mental health crisis larger than so many other things that are getting so much more funding. And the biggest thing that um, we were saying within that space was when you look at policy and you look at funding, the funding goes to the LGBTQI plus umbrella. And what that means is the really well-established organizations that are already there, that are already working in that space, that have been working in that space for a number of years are getting that funding. Bisexual individuals are not who they're focusing on. They don't have the awareness of bisexual individuals, that you know, the community um, isn't recognized in the way that it should be. And so really that funding isn't reaching us at all. And so a big part of that conversation that we were having was if you actually want to make a difference and actually respond to these mental health statistics that are coming out, we need to be our own policy. <laughs> we need to be our own little policy dot point. We need to be our own little aim of, um, as opposed to the question being, what are you doing for the LGBTQI plus umbrella? It needs to be, what are you doing for the bisexual plus umbrella? Because we have separate needs, um, we have separate mental health statistics, which are really, really bad. Yeah. And it's, so it's shocking. what yeah. we're yeah. wanting to do with Be Seen um, is really draw attention to that. And, you know, making it obviously still having that, you know, pride of bisexuality. But that I want to be seen is also I want to be seen at a political level and I want to be seen for what my community is facing. Mm. And so I think as by visibility along with its partnered organizations move forward that's where we want to be moving forward so while Biconic can stay at separate entity of yeah. celebration and happiness and we can all meet each mm -hmm. other um, in terms of by visibility I'm, I'm really hoping that not only can we raise awareness for the fact that we exist we want to raise awareness for the fact that we exist and we're having a really hard time and we need support within that space so yeah we'll we'll see where we go with this but big big plans <laughs> no, seems, I mean it seems like a great plan and the and the idea makes sense to have Biconic which brings people together and, and introduces them so that they become uh, a larger group of hey we're supported we're seen this is great now let's move over after we've met, let's move over to the bi visibility yeah. and start the revolution from that side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we can still come back to Biconic and exactly. meet more people and have more fun, but yeah. there's also the... Actively the, moving forward. Yeah, let's move forward. Agree. Which is, yeah, so that's why, yeah, so the, the hashtag BC campaign, like you said, we've been quiet for a while, like we said, um, but it's definitely still there. We still definitely want more and more photos. We want to we see it from everywhere. Like, mm. every time we receive a picture, it's, it's an incredible to see but we want more. I think it's like almost like a little addiction, right? Like we see one picture, we're like, well, now I want 10. And then we're like, well, I want 100. And it's not so much for us because at the end of the day, it's, it's great for us. But the effect that it's having on people mm -hmm. is what really matters. And like we've said, and we'll keep on saying it, is as long as we help one person, mm -hmm. that's what we're happy with. And we want to help more now. <laughs> and that's the thing, right? Like we've helped one, at least I hope. And we want more. And because, yeah, I mean, nationally and internationally, it needs to be a conversation that people yeah. are having. 
Mm-hmm. So with this hashtag be seen, tell people what they would, what, how do they do this? So they want to be part of it. They, they yeah. want to post something. What do they need to do to be part of this? Pretty simple. Yeah. Um, yeah piece of paper. You can print it out. You can write it. Um, you can edit it into the picture if you really want to. But it's essentially just a, a sign of you, uh, your family, your friends, whoever you want um, to show support. Um, if, you, if you are a person that identifies as a bi plus, um, you know, I guess, yeah, person, you <laughs> take a picture and say, I want to be seen, hashtag be seen. Um, if you're an ally and you just support them and you want to show your support and you're really there, um, I see you, hashtag be seen. Um, and it's just posting them up. Send them to us. <laughs> you can find so, the, Bi, yeah. the Bi Plus Visibility Group on Facebook, um, also on Instagram, on Instagram um, also on Twitter. <laughs> and you can, uh, yeah, you can send them to us and we will be more than happy to use them and share your pride, your recognition of yourself and show it to people how proud you are. And what's been really lovely as well is the people that have kind of sent through their picture and then within a caption explained a little bit of what it means to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you go on the page, you can see a lot of those little stories and that's what people connect with. You know, you've got this face, they're proud, they're saying, I'm here, I want to be seen. And then they have a little explanation of their story. And what we've found is within that comment section, all these people identifying with that particular story and saying, yes, I get that. And I'm here and I'm with you. And so that's been really nice as well. So, you know, a, a few sentences of something that you may want to share is is really awesome. Um, and for yeah, the record, it's hashtag the letter B, then S E E N, not yeah. B E. So just yeah. just yeah, be clear perfect. for the folks at home. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's exactly that. And yeah, it is those moments. And you. And what's great is, um, you know, a lot of people complain that the digital world has made us a little bit more distant from it. But at the same time, you see these amazing communities being created because you can be over hundreds of thousands of miles away, but you can find somebody who's had a very similar experience or exactly the same experience or something that you can even just take, you know, some lesson from and. You learn so much just reading through these comments about not just the struggle that people have, but also their stories of like these great supportive stories. We're like, you know what? This is great. And it's so nice to see people within the community, not even Brie and I, like just people within the community supporting each other each and almost other. giving advice yeah. and being like, hey, like There's this happened. Some, um, it's, it's so nice and so wholesome in a really nice way. There's some really key people that we've noticed popping up yeah. that mm-hmm. often at the... Um, the ones providing that support yeah. and you know we get a new photo up and there's a few people that always come up and say you know we welcome you and um what we found is often the people in those situations are the one from you know a rural community that may not know many by individuals and that's their their space where um not only do they get to go up and say i'm proud but them being able to offer that to support to someone else i think is quite meaningful and mm-hmm. i think that's where you know what diego was saying of Um, digital culture can make us feel removed well within something like this unfortunately bisexuality and the fact that people often don't use that label or aren't particularly open about it 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 can be hard to find other people that identify in that way and I think you know I think of myself in my own coming out journey which was not the greatest had I have seen something like this I think it would have really made a difference to me Um, and I, I really hope and from what we've seen it is for some people but I think you know, just from from some of the comments from people in Australia, but also, you know, I, I've talked with you guys, we received some messages from um, a bisexual page in Latvia mm-hmm. who were yeah. sharing with us about their experience <laughs> in Latvia. Um, and they wanted to share a be seen photo, but said they can't have their face in it because their country yeah. is homophobic and yeah. it could end up quite dangerous for them. And then, you know, we've ended up doing the... Um, podcast in the US and mm-hmm. you know they're talking about how they've seen it over there and it's just like um, 
this whole digital culture has enabled us to kind of have this little idea and and really expand it out. (laughs) And I guess for anyone listening, whether it's, you know, in Australia or the US or wherever you may be, this literally started with us getting frustrated one night and putting a few comments on Facebook (laughs) and people getting behind it. Like if you hear this and think, you know what, my city would benefit from a party like this. We have no experience in event planning. (laughs) We have, (laughs) I am terrible with money. I have, you know, I was not qualified to be doing what I'm doing, but um, we saw there was a need and and there was a community waiting. Like get out there and actually just try and do something because you will be surprised at how many people are waiting for someone to do that. And also how many people are willing to teach you, right? Yeah. So many people are willing to just lend a hand and guide you a lot of the time mm-hmm. you know it almost becomes that you're not having conversations sometimes you're being lectured and it's amazing like mm. i think you get to this point where you realize you know that that old thing the more you the more you know the, you realize the, how little you actually know and yeah. i think it's those yeah. great moments where you're talking mm. to people and you're like actually we need your help and like but also yeah mm. people are so willing to give it because they just like this yeah. fragmented this fragmented society that has been you know excluded for so long is now being shown that you actually are Mm. part of this larger community and that's that's what we've allowed to do yeah. right you've connected this fragment to society through through just social media and it's, yeah, it's been so incredible i'm incredible. terrible with money it. we now have a voluntary <laughs> treasurer yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> um and along the same lines you know we put a call out on facebook and say we need a truck driver and someone appears you saying i'm a truck driver and we say for the flow, we so. yeah we have people popping up saying i'm an event stylist how can i help i do event management how can yeah, i help graphic designers um, what else yeah yeah DJs, i'm really handy queens, i can help build everything. the float you know drag kings everything yeah um yeah. you kind of once you start putting the feelers out there they <laughs> just people just appear out of the woodwork and have just been waiting to contribute and i think that was the um conversation that we had bradford when you first got in contact it was this you know i've been wanting to do something in this space for some time and it's really awesome to get to find somewhere to put that energy into it's good to have somewhere in the local community you know to be able to actually get out and do something and be a part of it locally and it's funny i'm going to admit 100 percent. we were in that group that you were talking that you were both talking to like we wanted to do something we had no idea what to do like what do we do i don't know what should we do i don't know like well we do a podcast you know what we're going to keep it at that until something (laughs) else comes up and i sort of feel bad about it but then we you know angela found the your your bc page Mm -hmm. and she sent me a message she's like we need to reach out to these people <laughs> we have got to reach out to these people and so yeah. it was like I, I saw the page I kind of looked through it I was like we need to reach out to these people and I reached out and it was like immediately yeah. you, you know we had this wonderful dialogue and mm-hmm. I think that's the other thing is that you know to compliment you both you guys are extremely you ta- you were saying about people lecturing you you're you're open and receptive to ideas mm-hmm. which so many groups and like we've suffered from that as well mm-hmm. you know you reach out to people and go oh we want to help and they're like Yes, but we only want this, or we only do this. And you guys are like, any way you can help, we we are willing to take help. And that's the, the, I think that helps with people wanting to help you. It starts that snowball going, you know, rolling and going. Well, I think um, um, part of that is we are making it up as we go. <laughs> if you said, what can we do? We'd be like, oh. Um, but yeah, it's the literally the way we got where we are was just opportunity on opportunity of people reaching out, people reaching out. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked, we joked a bit about strategic planning and I sat back and said, I can't strategically plan that the Imperial is going to offer me <laughs> yeah. a party in two weeks. Like, yeah, I don't know that's coming. Yeah. And it's been a lot of just, you know, um, sitting back and going, you know, what volunteers do we have? What ideas do they have? What establishments do we have? What 
yeah. opportunities are, are coming forward and yeah. now um, the momentum's gotten so large I've unfortunately had to sit back and go okay now we actually need to plan I yeah. guess <laughs> unfortunately it's <laughs> a good yeah. problem to have That's a good, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it makes it a whole lot more serious sometimes. yeah yeah um, some of the conversations we have I just am like how did we we're looking at like what business structure we want yeah. and I'm yeah. like how did we get to this point in two months yeah. <laughs> I mean that's an amazing thing but again it just shows you that there was a, a niche exactly. and it needed to be filled yeah. and you're filling it which yeah. is I think such an awesome kind of noble thing to do but one of the things that I really have to say is you know obviously um, with Biconic or the face of Biconic but Be Seen is a collaboration of the bisexual organizations all around Australia mm-hmm. and there are so many people that have been pushing that when we first had our launch day you know that went out to 10 organizations that were all pushing that within their cities yeah, and coordinated together it was, yeah it, it was incredible that's that's not us that's no. you know this amazing partnership and that's where I'm hoping by visibility works in that space by visibility is all of these organizations mm-hmm. you know it, it's its own entity but it's been um, completely established of this partnership and these amazing individuals that we've met and I think Amber from Sydney Buy Network has been one of the best in terms of Sydney and helping us get this off the ground and um, Ruby and Anthony in Melbourne Buy Network they were kind of some of the first to connect with me and kind of go you know what this is what we've been doing with that within our cities and um, have kind of used that their platforms to really be getting this up and going and so while it's nice to kind of sit here and, and <laughs> laugh about all the stuff we've been doing it's it's a it's a much bigger space than us too, and something that um, Australia's in a really unique position right now to have in almost every state and territory uh, a, a, an organized a structured organization yeah. working within this space, and then of course to have Julia from BiPlus Australia to be having this recognized mental health service for yeah. BiPlus yeah. Australians. This is all in the last year. Yeah. Like quite a few of these organizations have only been around within the last year, and so I think um, what we're seeing is we had that very frustrated conversation on Biovisibility Day <laughs> at the right time. Yeah. So yeah. we popped up as everyone else is getting that frustration and everyone else is starting to take action. And I read <clears throat> an article that Ruby from Melbourne Buy Network shared last week, which was that 2019 is going to be 20 by teen. <laughs> I saw that. 2018 was 20 gay teen. It is our time. <laughs> but I feel it, you know, yeah. and it's um, it's reflected within pop culture. We've got um, the Netflix show, The Bisexual, that has come out. Yep. We've got Courtney Act doing The Bi Life. You know, this isn't just happening um, within Australia. This isn't just happening within Sydney. Mm-hmm. The conversation is happening on a, on a much wider scale. Yeah. Um, and I think it's through, you know, having shows like that and having those conversations happening that make people like us step out and go, well, maybe it would be well received. Yeah. yeah. Possibly people will like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, and going back to the learning thing, also, I, I mean, it, it's incredible how much we've actually learned from these other partnered organizations over quick conversations. They'll just... Mm-hmm. You know, the way that they 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 just say things and you're like, oh, we have to start doing things like they're doing because <laughs> we're not at the same level right now, but we need to catch up quick. Um, and it's been, yeah, I think it's, uh, like we said, it's the combined effort, but more than anything, it's it's been incredible how well that effort has has come. And, and Biovisibility is now a potentially, like you said, Australia's at a, at a place where we could only not have a, a, a Bi-plus organization in every state, but you could have an, a nationally combined agenda that could be pushed and, and actually 
make some really big steps, hopefully, and, you know, And we have politicians paying attention. We yeah. have politicians saying, come and meet with us. We want to hear yeah. what you have to say. And I think that's what we want to leverage off. And that's what, you know, we're hoping yeah. to get be seen. And we should not be, not, I mean, we love that we're meeting politicians, but I think it was when we got told, I was sitting there and I go, Brie, how do we, how do you talk to a senator? Like, what do you say when you first see them? Like, Madam, Mayor, Lord, what do you, I don't know what the rules are. <laughs> Your Highness. I just think Senator. I was like, I don't think so. I was, <laughs> yeah. All these weird moments, I definitely right? messaged a lot of the other organizations and said, you guys do this. I don't know what to do. I'm out help, of my job. And please. they said, you're a citizen and you, you know, you get, you're not a citizen. No, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only Australian citizen at this table and there's four of us. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> We're trying so hard. <laughs> You know, when she was saying anyone can go and, and talk, it's they they represent the people and they want to hear what the people have to say, yeah. and you have just as much right as ever, anyone. And, I'm and just, it was incredible to actually sit there with Julia and and hear how incredibly supportive um, they wanted to be, and and and, their and aids you know talking through. logistically in terms yeah. of what they could look at themselves yeah. doing mm-hmm. and looking at you know the way the policy could be changed and things, which like is that. incredible, it's right? You're sitting there discussing <laughs> government policy with a senator, and you're like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like quietly to say like are we meant to be here is everybody sure they know who we are but it's great that those that conversations are <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's good that those conversations are happening and that the politicians are taking note and 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 looking to see what can be done and and it's i think that's just it's a really good time to to be a part of it and mm. and it's good that we have people like you to, to speak for us and to speak to them and to help lead that yeah and I think, honestly, I can't, I couldn't pick two better people mm. to, I mean, <laughs> you. you know, you guys, again, you, you are well put together. You present well, meaning that you're concise, you're clear, and, and you're not too bumbling <laughs> Americans. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but it, it is, it's something that we always say, or we will often say, you know, somebody needs to pick up the flag and do something. Somebody needs to lead the charge. Somebody, somebody, somebody. And that's so rarely do we look inwardly and go, I'm somebody. Yeah. But you guys did that and you said, hey, I'm somebody. And, and you, you weren't afraid to fail. And I think that's one of those things as well. And maybe you were afraid to fail, but oh, you, yes, you fucking definitely. did it. Uh, <laughs> I think, we, I think we, we were very good at keeping the other one off. That, like, no, yeah. don't worry. We'll be fine. And then you go home and you're like, no, this is not going to work. <laughs> I don't call you like, I'm so excited. You're like, thank well, oh my god, this is what I need to write yeah. now, please. We're both very convincing people, and we could convince the other one that, like, it's fine. <laughs> the house is burning out. You're like, don't worry, just look at me. It might burn down, but then we'll have a bunch of ash to play with, so we'll be fine. <laughs> I think, um, but I think, like, I have to go back and say, this literally started from a comment that I put on um, a local queer group and said, you know, is there a float? Would anyone want to be a part of it and the woman that started that so we're talking about heaps gay and they're amazing and we love them and Kat Dopper from heaps gay is just the most amazing person ever and she commented and said why don't you just start it like we'll support you such a a simple sort of like push off the cliff why don't you just do it you're like huh (laughs) (laughs) you kind of but I think it was sort of like this reality like almost like a shake right somebody shakes you awake where Mm. why don't you just do it and then you kind of go I think it was a why don't you why should you do it was just like a you could you, you could, could do you're it. like, okay, well, I guess we could. Yeah. And I've messaged since and just been like, that was the moment when it kind of went from yeah. like, hey, would anyone, 
is anyone doing this to like <laughs> I I guess and then it kind to of went now from there. We've got but, a float and <laughs> but you know it wasn't just Kat, there was other people on that comment thread mm. that were all saying, Yeah, yeah, mm. do it, do it. And so it wasn't us coming in and kind of saying, Yeah, we have the confidence to do this. It was like the community was there saying, Yep, we're in, let's do this. So even when mm. it very first started, we already had that that pool of keen people. And Support, so which is in the my most important. In my mind, it's like, it's going to be me with a banner in Mardi Gras and like 15 people and we're going to be marching and it's going to be awesome. And now we're like, okay, so we only have 80 tickets. Yeah. How, how, are we, we gonna... how, how do we decide who gets them? <laughs> <laughs> like it's such a crazy situation to be in. And yeah. I mean, yeah, like you say, we, it's in, yeah, we couldn't be more thankful, I guess, to be in the situation mm-hmm. where... Now we have to decide who gets tickets and, and you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, how many tickets do we need to put apart for all these great people that are also coming down? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's... Um, a little bit crazy where we've ended yeah. up, but amazing at the same time. Don't worry, we only charge you two tickets for the podcast. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so people out, I mean, I know that people are listening to the podcast and they want to help. Mm-hmm. So how can people help from the U.S., from we've got listeners in the U.K., and Aust- of course Australia, all of Europe, yeah. Asia. How can people help from way over there, help uh, you guys in, in your... Well, I think number one is get behind the BCN campaign. This is not um, something that needs to be Australia only. It is something that we, you know, we started to see um, moving internationally. But I think um, if you can be getting this going in your city and posting your own BCN selfies and sharing it with your um, with your friends and family and your Facebook and, you know, whoever may be within that <laughs> network, um, get behind that, um, follow our pages. And yeah, really, it, if you want to start something else in your city, we are more than happy to give you the very little advice that may be able to give you. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll sort of be like, look, that's a very good question. I don't know how to answer it. I'll but find somebody that can answer it for you yeah. and then I'll give you the answer. Um, in if they want to help financially, we're thinking of setting up a, a chuft. Um, it's a great platform that allows us to raise funds. Uh, I'm sure we'll hash out the details. We're still in the midst of, again, we're just catching up. I think we're, yeah. we're still catching our, our breath mm-hmm. after all this happening. But um, yeah, it's it's sort of like a PayPal account, but it's, it's, a, it's for social causes and yeah. um, all that. So we'll definitely give you details how that comes up. And once um, you get that, we'll go ahead and post that around. Yeah, so that everybody's yeah, got exactly. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the yeah. main thing is just, you know, what we're trying to do is increase visibility. And the way to do that is get people talking and get yeah. people mm-hmm. sharing and get people connecting. And so... Ask that extra question every now and then. Like, uh, yeah. you can post that extra picture. It's just, honestly, I think it's, um, you underestimate how much of an effect something as simple as taking a selfie mm. and putting it up, even on your page, and then just like just tag us in it, put the hashtag, we'll search Instagram now and then to find ones that might have not been sent directly to us. Mm. Um, sometimes you don't know the effect that can carry. You know, your one follower that is, you know, in the depths of your of your list that you might not know about could really see this as a as something they could reach out on and be like, hey, actually, I'm on the same boat. Let's mm. connect on this. And it could really create a sense of, of community around you. Mm. And Or you and, could end up getting your mom's church talking yeah. about bisexuality. <laughs> well, you know, you, uh, might be on, you, might, you might be in a podcast two months later yeah, running yeah. up float in some Mario. I mean, like, what's going on? So <laughs> Who is this person? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So mainly, um, post a selfie. Obviously, we'll be putting chuffed up at some point, which yeah. will definitely be going to the work that Bi Visibility is doing. Um, mm. But I mean, my request is go out there and, and try and start stuff yourself. You know, yeah. you talked about all these different places that your listeners are in. Um, obviously, we're just this little spot in Sydney that has managed to get this going, and this was purely from 
Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a big old world out there, and I yeah, think there's yeah, a lot of and, people that need it. And, and like yeah. Diego said, so much of this was done behind our phone. It wasn't until we were actually at the party that I looked around and said, actually, these are the people we've been talking to this whole time. Mm-hmm. And actually having them all in the same room kind of really made it real for me. But it shows the power that you have through Facebook. You know, get posting. Start a little group within your city called whatever bisexual community. Um, that sort of stuff has has a really broad, um, long Reaching. Yeah, long-term effect. Yeah, long-reaching effect because yeah. people can connect with that, and 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 then you'll be surprised how much other people sort of inspire you in a way, and 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 make you want to do more and get more involved. So yeah, more than anything, just yeah, be proud and go out there and uh, we believe know. in you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, it's it's great to hear. You know, we hear so many negative things about social media and Facebook. It's great to see it used for the power of good rather yeah. than evil. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? I've only just realized now we've never had one negative comment on this. Yeah, we haven't had one troll. That's great. That's How, great. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is actually that is actually I something I've never realized. I just kind of sat back for a second yeah. and went, yeah. "This has been nothing but positive." Not that we're inviting them, please. I know. Yeah, I please, know. Please, please don't, don't, please don't look. That's not like a challenge. <laughs> I'll, I'll put the target on us as well. We've had a lot of articles written about us, and we've been very lucky in that the comments have always been positive, yeah. and we've Amazing. had friends that have had articles written about them. And sometimes the comments are always aren't always as positive, mm. but we've been very lucky. Yes. Yeah. But no. we ignore trolls anyway. I'm sure deserving, <laughs> yeah. deservingly so, which is a, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you guys both very, very much. We look forward to seeing all the hashtag be seen selfies that are going to be up on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram. Tag us too because we want to see them as well. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's been such an honor to have you guys on and to be part of, of this like momentous tidal wave. I mean, it's, it's you know, you may see it as just a small thing, but it's a tsunami and uh, I can foresee it soaking yeah and we'll continue to share with with listeners and people out there where it's going and and what's happening and and hopefully they can be part of it in their community as well yeah yeah yeah. so thank you to the again dashing diego and the beautiful (laughs) brie i mean that's you guys need t-shirts now (laughs) (laughs) arrows pointing the opposite way (laughs) and then on the back hashtag be safe (laughs) exactly but no yeah thank i mean thank you guys also for for having us on here i think it's a It's always a little bit overwhelming. Somebody's like, yeah, you know, you guys are doing this great thing. You're like, I mean, so are you guys. <laughs> and I think that's the greatest part that we're seeing this community coming together. So thank you so much for also having us. We've got to yeah. support each other. That's really, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, and your, your podcast, um, I wish I found it sooner. Because <laughs> yeah. when I started listening, I was like, oh, on that by visibility day when I felt all alone, like, where was this? Yeah. I wish yeah. that I had we this. were there. We were there. <laughs> and we need to get some marketing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, not not just thanks for having us on today, which has been incredible. Sure. Thank you for all the work you've been doing behind the scenes mm-hmm. and five hours of taking donations. And we've got and more winning at roles taking for donations. you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're happy to help and we're, we're ready to intimidate. I mean, uh-huh. I'm so intimidating. <laughs> I would say I'm as strong as I look. <laughs> thanks. That's usually the response I get. <laughs> It's just such a great comment to make. I was sitting here just so relaxed. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm as strong as I look. Yeah. All right. Well, Love thank it. you guys very much. And uh, how do any, people find us? Oh, how do people find us? I should. Yeah. See, I already forgot uh-huh. us. Um, so if you wanna if you wanna reach out to to Brie and Diego, um, not through their stuff, but definitely do it through their stuff. But you can also send your questions to us. Uh, we are at By the Bad Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. You can go to www.bythebad.com.au. Support us through our Patreon page, www.patreon.com/bythebadpodcast. And I think that's everything. Oh, or you can email us. I always forget the emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the atoms of love at gmail.com. 
thank you so much for listening. Yes, and, uh, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hi, this is Jace, co-host of the Multi-Amory Podcast. We offer new ideas and advice for multiple forms of love, everything from conscious monogamy to ethical polyamory and radical relationship anarchy. And you're listening to a Swingset Network podcast. Find us and much more at swingset.fm. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.